Yo, yo, it's your boy BTG, Oprah Run with BTG. Uh, another great episode. Now, this is a PSA episode, and this is directed towards not just the fans that be, not well, not just the fans, not just the parents that be in the crowd, uh, in the stands, uh, in the bleachers, but this is just directed towards some of the fans, okay? So, you know, look, we all grew up watching sports. Um, some more than, more than others. We love the sport. I love basketball. I love football. I watch, you know, I watch other sports as well, but those two sports are, are my main uh, sports entertainment. I uh, love them. I love them. I love everything about them. Not only that, I've had, I've had opportunities uh, currently and in the past of being an assistant coach uh, on, during football season, uh, basketball season, uh, part-time assistant coach, part-time head coach, uh, with my on my son's 12U basketball team, and uh, I love it, man. You know, I love. I I I don't have a passion for coaching or anything like that, but I just love you know teaching the kids, letting them know the game, giving them uh you know sharing my experience, teaching them the do's and the don'ts, giving them some insight on the game. It's just a lot of things that I love about the game. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I definitely love about the game is people that understand the game. And that's what my PSA is about, is about people that don't necessarily know what's going on, that kind of messes it up for everybody. So as we know, man, I mean, if, if you got any kids out there that's in sports, I'm talking about in the field field, you know, I'm not talking about rec ball, but even in rec ball, they can get crazy in the stands. But this is more so uh, uh, a message to, uh, for those parents out there, those fans out there that get a little too out of pocket when it comes to the sport. Uh, when it, they, they get a little too out of control when it comes to their kids playing in the game. It's just not a good look. And I'm tired of it. You know what I'm saying? It's quite nerve-wracking. It's irritating. Uh, like I said, it's a bad look. And I'm trying to figure out the root of it, you know, because uh, I, back in the day, I was, I, you know, I graduated high school in uh, 2001. So yeah, that's my back in the day. <laughs> went to went to uh, high school in the late nineties, um, and the thing was, uh, you know, back in the day, like my mom, uh, nor my pops, ever attended, um, never attended a a practice. Um, matter of fact, I've never seen, I've never seen a parent inside our practice, our practices at all, period. You know, unless they came by, <coughs> excuse me, unless they came by, um, you know, for some odd reason, you know, something out of the normal, you know, they might have stopped by or something like that, or even came, you know, by just before practice was over to pick up their child. Um, yeah, I can't, I, I don't remember any parents attending practice. That's one. Two, um, I have this thing. I I don't understand the parents that that's on the sideline that uh, that do way too much. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. I love the team spirit. I love the, the 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 team spirit that you have towards your son. You know, you have the shirt with his name or, or her number on the back. Um, you, you got the hats. You got you the whole nine, you know what I mean? You got the jersey or you got the pictures of them. And, and it's cool. I, I love how you represent your kids. But the thing about it is I don't need you yelling unnecessary things. Uh, 
And I think it got out of control because sports nowadays with with social media, um, you know, the one and done rule in basketball, the exposure that these kids get, I think the parents nowadays is now caught up in a whole social media frenzy. And what I mean by that is that, you know, back in the day in high school, you had to create your own tape. You had to create your own highlights, VHS. You know, VHS upgraded to DVDs. Um, but, you know, I, none of none of our stuff in the 90s was going to make it online like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to, you had to depend on your coaches to tell you the truth. I mean, you could have did it yourself. But, you know, really, it was uh, it was up to your head coach to send out your uh, your highlight tapes to the, to these universities or these Cal States or these JCs. You know what I mean? They actually did that work for you. They wish they would. You know, you it, depending on how you how many you made. You know what colleges colleges you were interested in, or what colleges the the head coach knew you was interested. I mean, knew that that had interest in you. They would send them highlight tapes. You know, and that was just between you. The player, I mean, you know, the player, the coach, and the university. Now, of course, when it came to those four-star or five-star athletes, of course the parents are involved because we're talking about your son is going to be going to a university and, you know, when you have numerous high, uh, well, when you have numerous universities after your child, um, you know, you got to sit down and talk about that because now we're talking about distance. Now we're talking about academics. Now we're talking about playing time. You know, we're talking about relocating. It, it, it's, a, it's a lot of things that, that's involved. And, you know, for the next, for the next, you know, three to four years, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, uh, a full-ride scholarship at a university. But, you know, you usually sat down with your parents and you talked about this stuff, right? Uh, so it was, it was kind of a... Um, it was kind of a trend that you know we made our we made our our highlight tapes. We gave them to our coach, and then you know the, it was left up to the coach to ship them off, right? And then I, I guess you can do a little side work and do it yourself, but mostly it was left up to the coach. Nowadays, with the internet, you know what I'm saying, with with all these social uh, media outlets, it's on you. It's on you now to do everything, but it get it has gotten out of control because now the parents are involved. See, I don't have a problem with the parents being involved in what school that you're going to go to because you're part of a family. And I, like I said, you when you make that decision, that's a a major major decision. You know, a kid coming from Cali and he has Michigan or you know, North Carolina or Florida, you know, somewhere where it's a pretty nice distance where, you know, where he's four or five hours flying away from family. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And you got to make that decision. You got to make that decision. But now the pressure is highlights. The pressure is exposure. You know what I'm saying? The pressure is my son or my daughter being in the best situation, being with the best program. The irritating thing about it is these parents don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't. They don't. They really don't. Now, I will say this. 
if you go out there and learn the game, then okay, you could be doing your son some uh, you know, some you, you could be doing him some good. You could be doing her some good. But if you don't know and you're just going off of what you think you should be saying or what you think you should be doing, like, for example, I I can't stand those. And and, it go, and like I said, it goes back to it goes back to I'm trying to cover everything from them sitting in the stands to them being at home and, and, and causing problems. And what I mean by starting in the stands is that yelling out shit that you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember where and and I. Like I said, we all played the sport. We all loved the sport. We all watched it. But let's keep it real. You know, some of us had parents that didn't really care for it, you know, that worked, you know, 11, 12 hours a day and then came home, didn't have time to really uh, enjoy or they probably didn't even have interest in sports to begin with. So they didn't really care for it. You know, they probably attended some games and they cheered for you, but that's all they did. You know, nowadays you got parents thinking they know all the calls, thinking they know, you know, what's going on in the game. And it's like, it's getting crazy, man. It's getting crazy, especially like in, in Pop Warner football, uh, traveling basketball and baseball, man, it's crazy. There's a lot of politics and stuff involved. And if your parents, when your parents get involved and they think they know what's going on, that causes friction. You know, I've seen a lot of players in all sports, travel from team to team, from program to program, because of their parents looking for the right situation for their for their son or their or, or their girl, uh, for or their daughter to be in a in, in the spotlight, so to speak. You know what I mean? I've seen some I've I've seen some kids get put in the wrong situation because the parents is trying to, you know, is trying to please themselves. You know, um, not only that, when it comes to when it comes to, you know, being at home and, and, and you know, we're talking about college and like kids can't even go to their dream college ne- anymore. It's, it's kind of like that now, you know, now it's more like forget your dream college. You need to go here to get to the next level. And, it, and, and it's like that. And the parents get when the parents get involved. The first thing that they hear is opportunity. Second thing they hear is money. You know, putting your child in the right position to get to that next level to where he can make money, doing things that he loved to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, the thing is, the thing that the thing that hurts the player is that you're kind of taking away the passion of the game because now you're just moving your child from program to program for him to be seen, for her to be seen. You know what I mean? So, I, I like I said, I've seen, I've actually seen uh, parents remove their child from a program, and then the next week or the following week in a tournament, you know, we see him on the next, you know, on another team or whatever, and he's able to do things that his parents think he should be able to do, or think, or whatever their parents think she should be able to do. I, I just don't remember back in the day. I don't remember all this. I don't. And I, I know we've had these type of, uh, we may have had these type of parents or relatives or friends or associates or whatever before, but it wasn't of the magnitude of like this. Now it's out of control because, like I said, the social media plays a major fact in this. 
plays a major effect. You don't need a tape and you don't have to send it through anybody. You don't need you. Honestly, the, the middleman is social media, to tell you the truth. It's no longer your coach. It's no longer the person that you trust, your your parents or your older brother or whoever has um, the the the. The the um I I guess the the information or the the pipeline to get it to a university or or a head coach or something like that. Now all you have to do is log on to Twitter or Instagram, uh, in any other social media platform, and tag uh the scouts. Uh, you can tag the universities. Um, you can even tag the players that's already on the team for the program that you want to go to. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's all about exposure. It's all about, again, opportunity. But the thing is, to me, you just got to play hard. You just got to play. You just got to play. If you play hard enough, you play well enough, they'll come find you or whatever. But don't let your parents get involved to the point where they're trying to chase that light. They're definitely looking for that spotlight for you to be in. You know what I'm saying? Similar to the kids where the parents put in their put their kid their 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 kids into these um they they try to get them into these commercials and and uh photo shoots and you know the whole Hollywood story type thing at a young age. You know, um, I got some beautiful kids, but I always hesitated on putting them in. Uh, you know, trying to put them in on uh, commercials and TV shows and shit like, because I'm not really into it. You know, I I think it's an opportunity if they like doing it or something like that. But I don't I don't like that type of attention. And plus, I don't want to do it because I want to do it. They would have to want to do it. You know, and they're kids right now, so they wouldn't really know. But I, it's just something I I wouldn't want to push on them. But you know, coming coming back around to sports, like I said, it's kids who have dream universities, dream colleges that they want to go to. Yet and still, like they'll have, you know, I I've seen family, you know, have consult like sports consultants. That's just another fancy way of saying agent because you can't hire agents or whatever. It's against the NCAA rules if you hire an agent. Um, you know, while you're, you know, while you're in high school or in college, you can't really do that. That's against the rules. Um, but they'll go out there and they'll try to get some advice to say, yo, so what's the best, uh, program my son should, or my daughter should play for, or, you know, what school can she get checked in? Yo, like it's a lot of, when it comes to sports, when I'm telling you, when it comes to sports and teenagers, man, even not even just teenagers, just kids, period. You got to understand, it's also a dark side. It's also a grimy side to this thing called sports because it's a lot of money involved. You got to figure, everybody watches the NFL, even though, you know, even with all the uh, protesting and, and and uh, what do you call it, um, you know, people just, you know, a lot of people say they're not watching anymore. I get it. But the the... NFL is still going to make their money. You got the NBA. You know, you got all these other sports that's out there. They they constantly sit out there and they send these professional recruits and scouts, this, that, and the third, and it trickles on down. It goes to college. It goes to high school. From high school, it goes to travel and basketball, so on and so on, because they're looking for the next Michael Jordan. They're looking for the next LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Like, they're looking for these type of players. 
You know, these are these are diamond. You know, just you know, these are these are diamonds that they're looking for. You know, one of a kind. You know, arguably, you know, the 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 top. You know, they're all in the top ten. Some of the top five players of all time in basketball, and these programs and this, that, and the third is looking for the next one. And these parents is finally getting that. You know, they're wa- they're watching these documentaries or they're going to these games. They're rubbing shoulders with another parent that is probably OC and already doing this. Like, there's documentaries out there on Netflix. Uh, I can't remember the name. I might have to uh, bring it up in the next episode. But there's documentaries out there. You know, basically stripping down and showing you how you know how what these players go through, and but what these parents go through for them. You know what I'm saying? Some some is you know some is is doing it just to help them to keep their dream alive. But some of them is like you feel like the dream. You feel like it's it's the parents' dream. You know, I can't stand it, boy. I, as a coach, I really can't stand it. I'm gonna tell you like that now. Like I, I can't stand it. Period. When you see when you see parents on the sideline, uh, you know, blurting out stuff they have no knowledge of or can't even do themselves. You know, there's nothing more nerve wracking than having a parent on the sideline telling me what I should do. To me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get cocky with it. Like if you never if you never played the game. Or if you did play the game and you didn't play it well, don't talk to me. You know, just because your, your your son or your daughter has a special talent and you see them going somewhere and you get and you hear all the compliments and people are are telling you uh every tournament you have a special child, this that and the third, you bumped into a couple of scouts or you you bumped into a, uh, bumped into a couple of uh uh coaches from other programs and they gave you compliments about your child. Just because you got that doesn't mean you learned anything. The only thing that you probably learned is that you have a good child that plays plays the sport that they play very well. Now, I will say this. It's good to rub shoulders with 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 with, with different parents that that's been in that that uh that situation before. That's been in the sports life or the sports world for a while because they soaking the game up and you might want to keep one or two people around you that know what's going on, that has a few kids that have been through college or, 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 you know, not just the parents, but the coaches as well. But just don't assume because you you hear, like, I know, I know some parents that just learned about how the rankings, uh, the, the, how the rankings go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I had, I had a parent talk to me and said, they, I never knew that. You know, they got fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth graders ranked throughout the nation. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they got some of the top fifth graders in the in the nation. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when you play hard, they're going to come. They're going to come find you. Because they, they're they waiting to find the next, you know, the next greatest. Or it's just, a, or, or they're, 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 they can't wait to find the next bunch of kids that's going to represent, you know, the sport of basketball, the sport of football, or baseball, or whatever, because they're they're they they have to be there first. You know what I'm saying? They got to be the one. I discovered Michael Jordan. I discovered LeBron James. I discovered uh, Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? That's how it is. So they got to keep working. It's all about money. It's all about exposure. It's all about opportunity. But you got to find the right people, to, and you got to be around the right people 
to talk about that, to put you in that position without any hidden motives. Of course, I'm a, you know, I'm a coach. I know a few things. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of things that I don't know. And, and the thing that I don't know is the thing that I don't speak about. But I do know I talked to my son. And he said, yes, I do want to play basketball. I do want to play professional basketball. You know what I mean? And there's probably there's and there's probably been cats that went to the league that got in there because of certain opportunities, not necessarily of skills. But that doesn't mean your parents should be the one trying to figure that out. That's the thing. That's the whole thing that bothers me. You know what I mean? That's the that's the main thing that bothers me is that these parents is getting way out of control, way out of control. You know, to the point where you could talk your kid out of being, you know, out of a scholarship. You could talk your kid out of an opportunity. You could talk your kid out of money. You know, like, you know, there's been there's been some, you know, some recent examples of, you know, when you have family involved in business, you know what? You know, the the latest thing with Kawhi Leonard and his uncle, you know, or or, you know, or LeVar Ball and, and his kids. You know, it's a thin line between, um, you know, representing your your child, you know, or having your child's back or nephew's back. But at the same time, there's, you know, on the other side is could you be damaging their their business ventures, um, you know, their opportunities, this, that, and the third. You know, I don't, you know, in, in, in Kawhi's case, I don't know. You know, in LeVar's case, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think LeVar messed up anything. But at the same time, there's a lot of parents that try to pull the whole LeVar act, and they're not in the same position. You know what I mean? Like there you can't do what LeVar do. You know, you you just can't. And in Kawhi's case, Kawhi's a grown man. I'm pretty sure if he had to make a tough decision, I don't think anybody else can make that for him. But when you have when 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 we talk about kids, you know, sometimes these kids defer to their parents because shit, they gotta go home. This is all they know is their parents. They know basketball, they know football, they know baseball, they know all these other sports. But once that buzzer is, you know, goes off and the game is over, they go home. So I, I can't I can't really put it out on the kid because the kid is like, yo, I gotta listen to my parents. There was a situation um, earlier this year, um, you know, when the high school kids, when it was National Signing Day, it was a kid. I can't, I can't think of his name right now, but he was coming out of Florida, and um, you know, his um, his mom wanted uh, his mom wanted him to go. I think his mom wanted him to go to Bama. You know, I I seen the the family was all there. You know, he had the mom. I think his brother. You know, there was a couple of other people there. And uh, they had on, some people had on Bama clothing. And uh, <laughs> and he chose to stay, he chose to stay at home and go to Florida. Um, and, and I saw the disappointment. We actually seen the disappointment in his mother's actions because she just walked away while, you know, after, after, after they signed the kid, you know, they usually ask the kid, you know what was the you know what was the reason why they signed and why they think it was a good fit. You know how hard was it for him to decide this, that, and the third. You know just basic questions, 
And she walked off in the middle of the questions, you know, and I felt bad or whatever for the guy because she took that moment from him. You know, he decided where he wanted to go, even though she had other she had other plans, you know, speculations is, you know, some say that it could have been some money involved coming from Alabama. Some say others say that, you know, he was somewhat of a. Uh, a troubled, you know, uh, a troubled kid at his hometown, and he and they wanted him to get away from home so he could focus on football and this, that, and the third. So we don't know the real, you know what I mean. But at the same time, a kid just doesn't choose uh, uh, a program just because. Some kids choose for, you know, because of family. Some choose for, you know, they that's that's a school that they wanted to go to. Or some choose for the opportunity to play. You know, it's 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 a couple of it's a couple of good reasons, but I I don't think what whatever his reason was, I don't think it should have led to her walking off like that on national. Everything that happened could have been handled after the interview. You know, she could have said what she said. Now, she did come back, but the thing is, the damage was already done. You know what I'm saying? It's already, we already, what what we remember about that interview after he chose a school, we'll never forget. It's going to be her walking off and a disgust on her face. You know what I mean? So I think it should just go back to the old school. I don't think parents should be involved until it gets to that signing day. You know, I think I think it should it should go back to the parents saying, well, what school do you want to go to? Like, give me five schools, you know, and I know I understand every kid is different. You you can have a kid on the team that that uh, that's part of a tradition where you where your dad went to, you know, your, your dad attended USC because uh, your grandfather attended USC because your great-grandfather attended USC, and so on and so on. So he has that pressure of carrying on the legacy. But, you know, sometimes sometimes you could break it. Sometimes you could break it. But that's something that has to be discussed between you and the family, you know? In some cases, you got a lot of, a lot of these kids in single-parent households, and sometimes the parents just want you to get away. They just want you to get away. Or some parents might be like, you know, I don't want you to be too far away or I don't want you to leave, you know. But it's, at the end of the day, it's not up to the parents. It's not up to the parents. I think it put a lot of stress on the kids when they have to decide what they want to do based on how the parents feel. That's the whole thing. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. You know, if a kid wanted to go to UCLA, but he has a pipeline, uh, his family pipeline is to USC, you got to let him live. You got to let him live because choosing a university as an athlete, man, that's one of the toughest things to do because you're talking about leaving your legacy there. And you don't want to be the kid to transfer because you might have to sit out a year. So you're prolonging on your journey. You know, so look, I, I'll say it again. Parents need to back off. Parents need to, you know, parents need to cheer. They don't need they don't need to teach in the stands. I don't need that. I don't need you teaching in the stands, and I don't need you putting too much pressure on your child at home or off the court. 
You don't. I don't. I don't like it from I, I don't like it from from parents, uh, you know, yelling at their kids after the game, telling them to do this. They need to do that. And you ain't never picked up a rock. You ain't never threw a rock. But you sitting up there telling your child you need to do this. He got he has trainers for that. He has coaches for that. That's the thing about it. I actually feel bad for some of these kids because when I do yell at them, that should be it. The coaches have that. We, we have, we have that right as a coach to yell at your kid to motivate them, to let them know what they did wrong. Coaches yell. That's how we get our point across because we grab people's attention by, you know, screaming. Most of us do. But I shouldn't have, you know, after I yell at your kid and correct him and we have an understanding, he shouldn't have to leave the court or or leave the field. And when she gets home or when he gets home, you're on his back or you're on her back again. That's not how the game goes. That's not how it works. Nobody likes that. And I'm going to tell you like that, you put a lot of pressure on your child. So as a coach, I'm telling you just to sit down and shut up. Point blank. You know what I mean? If you do want to learn the game and you want to you want to go that extra mile and teach your kids something, you have to go learn the game yourself. And it's a lot to learn. It, it, like, I grew up playing basketball and football, so I've seen the behind-the-scenes stuff. Y'all still got to learn that. I'm not saying I lived it, but I witnessed it. You know? It's a great feeling when your child is just playing and you come home, and they come home, and he has college letters just waiting on him. As soon as he opening them up, they say, look, we watching. The University of such and such is watching you. Cal State such and such is watching you. JC is watching you. You know? Let your child play. Let them play. Let them have fun. Let them go through their frustrations and, and, and differences on the court. But at the same time, just let them play and, and let them be coached. That's another thing. Let them be coached. Find a program that's going to put your child in, in, in great tournaments. You know what I mean? Not just opportunities, but great tournaments because those tournaments can create the opportunities within itself, you know? Make sure your son and your daughter has proper training. And that's it, man. And that's it. I think parents, besides the parents worrying about sports so much, worry about school. Worry about their well-being. And then everything else will follow. The coaches, this is the coach's job. We do, we do more than just coaching. We do more than just strategize on what you should do on the court. We're kind of like a second parent. You know, we're going to make sure that they do good in school as well, but that's not our primary job. Our primary job is to teach them on how to play the game and on and how to win. So as a parent, I need you to worry about everything but the game first. All right? And this is not just coming from a coach. This is just coming from another parent because I like to sit in. I actually sit in the stands as a fan. I've never yelled at a coach I've never said, you know, the coach should do this. I've always had my, I've always had my uh, my opinions because I'm a ball player and I can spot things on the court. That's why they, that's why they chose me to be a coach. 
is because I can come along and help and, 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 and give my opinions and my strategy, this, that, and the third, my views. But as a, as a parent, my wife would tell you, I just like to sit up there and watch the game, record my son from, you know, from time to time, but just sit there and watch the game. That's it. I don't ever challenge the coach when I'm a, when I'm a fan sitting in the stands. Even if I disagree with what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? I keep it to myself or I should just share it with my wife. Other than that, this is a PSA for all the fans out there and the parents that don't really know nothing. Sit down. Shut up. All right, y'all. Thanks for running with me this week.